0: Fresh with Jen is brought to you by Pet Grocer, the holistic health food store for your pets.
1: What does holistic health care for pets mean? What what does that even entail for people when it comes to dealing with their animals? Mm-hmm. Everyone has a different opinion about what holistic health care is. Um, for example, when I got my breeding dog from Slovenia and I had to fly over to Slovenia to get her. Mm-hmm. I had a very specific set uh, of beliefs in my mind of what holistic rearing would be for a puppy. And I talked to the breeders over there and they're like, yes, we uh, we also do holistic care. My vet's a holistic vet. And I'm like, that's great, wonderful. But I didn't actually clarify with them what that meant to them. So it turns out that holistic care to them means that they use homeopathics once in a while. But they do everything very allopathically. Allopathic is your traditional Western medicine, veterinary medicine stuff. So I was shocked to find out that they were using really heavy-duty drugs on the puppies early on. And there was just a lot of stuff that I was like, that in my mind is not what holistic care is. So even though um, people have quite often over the years called us um, a a health food store for pets, I wanted to clarify that we're actually a holistic health food store for pets because we we come from the whole body perspective. And in my mind, that is what holistic care means. And I really wanted to have our store try to encompass that as much as we could um, on all the fronts. So quite often people will say that all the products at Peck Grocer are amazing and they have been vetted for quality and for holistic mindedness, um, which isn't always true. Sometimes we sell things that um, people want and I wouldn't necessarily qualify them as a holistic choice for a body, Um, but going back to to where I was saying, the idea of the holistic care is the whole body is taken into account when you are viewing what to do with nutrition, when you're viewing what to do with um, any sort of treatments that you might be looking at that are considered alternative or different from what we expect in our western medicine allopathic veterinary clinic today so when we look at holistic care for animals from our perspective in the store and what it means to us about 80 percent of the challenges in our store can be solved through diet so when people come in and they're like i've got this thing going on um, with my animal we look at diet first diet is so powerful and diet is very individualized. Just today, I had a conversation with a friend where I had blood work done recently, and it turns out that I have (laughs) diet-induced hemochromatosis, which means I have exceptionally high levels of iron in my blood. Um, And it's diet-induced because of the way I eat. I know perfectly well what I've done incorrectly, and I have to correct uh, those behaviors. Whereas other people are often looking to increase the amount of iron in their blood, I now have to be super careful about reducing the amount of bioavailable iron to my body through diet. So that's an example where two people can't have the same thing. Healthy eating is different for everybody. And that's true for our pets as well. Different pets have, everybody is unique in its own way, right? So we we have the standard things that we say, typically a fresh food diet is going to help uh, the majority of pets. And we can get there. 80% of the people that walk in with a challenging Particular situation with their pets, we can solve through diet. And then the other 10%, getting us to 90%, they might need supplements. So we might need to look at things that we would consider in store, like probiotics and prebiotics and um, antimicrobials, things like that. Mm -hmm. Then we have the final 10%, which is a little bit more particular to our store than for, for other general pet food stores, in that they need a whole lifestyle engagement once over. So we're looking at what are the things that are in their environment? Is there a lot of um, endocrine disruptors in their environment like fabric softeners or scentsy products or stuff like that? Um, We want to look at are they surrounded by pesticide use all the time? Are they using treatments that are too challenging for their body to deal with? So this truly encompasses the whole meaning of holistic care for this particular pet, because now we're looking at everything in their environment. We're looking at the things that they're exposed to through their skin and their paws. They think of them walking on everything all day long. This was a huge thing when I worked at the SPCA, where we were cleaning the, the cat cages with a really safe product, but the cats are stuck in there all day long. And they've got nothing to do but walk on this ground where we have cleaned it with this product, And you'll see it's it's a very common thing in shelters where um, they get sick through the stuff that they're absorbing through the skin on the pads of their feet. So you have to be really careful about how often in this particular case, you are applying that product to an environment that they can't escape. Anyway, it's just a little sample. It's
0: very interesting. Like even thinking about how even what we deem safe food or safe cleaning or safe could be unsafe depending on the body and how it's used or how it's metabolized or the length of time you're exposed to
1: it. Mm -hmm. Dose dependency, right? So that's the other thing that we look at too. And what I truly believe holistic healthcare means is balance in all things. So we try in my mind at Pet Grocer to say the true belief of first do no harm. So we try as much as possible to say, okay, the things that we're recommending to you are only going to be a safe option. Um, the second is it has to be individualized for that particular person, pet, whatever the case may be. Um, and then the third thing is we want to maintain balance. So I'm always telling people that the whole idea is you've come to us, your animal has this challenge and our goal is to get the body back into balance. So my goal isn't to treat the symptoms. My goal is to get the body to heal it. If the body created it, the body can heal it. That is kind of an accepted belief set in holistic care. And then holistic care, people will will often ask, what are the things that you use in holistic care? So holistic care is whole body nutrition specific to the individual. Holistic care can encompass um, tissue salts or cell salts. It can encompass homeopathics. Um, It can encompass uh, biofeedback testing or Uh, traditional allergy testing, Um, it can encompass whole food supplements and it can, which are basically falls under nutraceuticals. Um, So these are all different things that we utilize in store to try and help people find the best way to help that body heal itself. One of the things that we constantly remind people is don't do the same thing day in, day out because it's too much for the body. You need to have variety, just like with us. And this is how I fell into my own issues, is I was doing the same things day in and day out for my body, which were delicious, but not appropriate. And so now I've paid the price, and I have to have less steak oh. and <laughs> so, so So be it. Um, but I do need to rotate in <clears throat> more vegetable-type-based diets, and maybe less red meat-based diets. Where was I for the whole body? You're talking body. about... Um having
0: the body in balance. And I yes, think we we're kind of going into um, Nothing, how rotation mean. and change yes. can be also important. So doing the same thing in and out, even if it's a healthy thing, doesn't always mean that it's long-term healthy Yes,
1: per se. Yes. So you were yes. kind of on that track. Balance in all things. Yes. Balance in all things, including what you're doing daily. So even with, um let's say we have an animal that would do really well with probiotics or for example, my family We have two people in our household who um, do really well with probiotics. It's Mm. very supportive of their body's needs. Um, But even then, it's not daily. We don't do that every single day. We rotate on and off of different products Mm. and make sure that the same with our animals, that we're not just feeding the same rotation of chicken, turkey, beef every day. Yeah, You know, we want to add in some other proteins. We want to change manufacturers to get a different micronutrient profile from them. If we're doing supplements, we don't want to do supplements every single day and have the body become reliant upon having that supplement in order to cope. So if we do a digestive aid for an animal, unless it's medically necessary or, you know, this particular animal has such a challenge that they have to be on it somewhat long term. um, But typically we want to be able to rotate in and out of different things. Um, A nice way that I had heard it put in the Forever Dog book is they called it pulsing. So we pulse on and off of different things.
0: That's a nice tool. You can kind yes. of imagine the... Yes, I'm pulsing it in control. and out.
1: But yeah. one of the challenges with humans is that we are very habitual. Yes. So <laughs> we will say, okay, I'm going to pulse on and off. And what I'm going to do is every Monday, Wednesday, Friday, I'm going to do my probiotics. But now you've taught the body every Monday, Wednesday, Friday to expect that help. And that also can be presenting its own challenge where the body becomes reliant upon it. And we don't want the body to reliant. We want the body to do its own job. And just offer it supportive care. I was mentioning that we have a, a lot of different things that encompass what holistic healthcare means for us with the different, you know, cell salts, nutraceuticals, homeopathics, that kind of stuff. Um, essential oils, of course, are a big one in there too. All of these things are different modes of medicine depending on what culture and what um, era you're looking at. And we can utilize all of these things really well. Um, on a case-by-case basis, one of the things that we specialize in at Pet Grocer, and um, we see people come from all over Ontario, and we even get vet referrals from the States, and once in Slovenia, um, people come to us because we can really individualize the plan for an animal. So we offer consultation services for people who really want to dive deep, into making stuff for that particular pet and saying okay how do I get this body to come back into balance how do I reach homeostasis with this body Um, because everyone has their own unique challenges and then we offer all the different potential solutions to them and hopefully they can implement whatever works and then we do a little follow-up plan with them to see how did it go uh, as we went uh, every couple weeks and see where we get to we've had really good successes with some of them and that's what keeps us going of course is all these wonderful opportunities to take animals that had really poor quality of life Mm -hmm. and then change it to having amazing happy normal dog or cat lives so that is kind of one of the exciting aspects of doing this where we don't actually have to have um, drugs that are being used that are potentially challenging to the liver kidney uh, or other organs in the body we don't have the same kind of side effect challenge typically and that is. The whole idea of holistic health and being able to help that body come right back into its own established center balance. Uh, Some of the things that we have available are a Glacier Peaks wellness scan, which is a really interesting way to get um, feedback on the individual body that tells you, here are the challenges that this body is not coping well with right now. And the nice thing about that is none of these are life sentences. Just like we know that if I eat too many eggs over a period of time, my body might say, I'm a little bit intolerant to eggs for a little while, take a break, and then come back to it. So for my own personal case, uh, example is my body is currently intolerant to high levels of iron. And so I have to remove that challenge for a little while. But it doesn't mean I can't come back to it in the future. I just have to do it in moderation again, right? Once I get that body back into balance. Um, So anyways, the Glacier Peak Test is a super fun way to just do an easy hair and saliva sample test and find out where your pet is at right now. And that helps you to have a really easy to see guideline of what things in the environment or your food can be changed to help support the body right now. So I did mine, um, again, just recently on my dog, and I tend to feed a lot of beef and lamb. Also, I eat a lot of beef, so it makes sense that I was doing that. And of course, she's showing a little bit of an intolerance to beef, too. So uh, this goes back to the whole idea of the canary in the coal mine, where your pets are a little bit of a mirror to your own life. We see this a lot in store, where if you get really, really deep with an animal with challenges, quite often... When we've gone, we've gone through all the, the basics. We start with the nutrition. We've got the nutrition on board. We've, we've tried some nutraceuticals. Um, maybe we've tried an essential oil or a herbal remedy. And we're not quite getting the final result we want. Things are better, but not all the way. That's when I say to the person, what's going on with you? What's happening with you? Because quite often our animals are mirroring the challenges that we have with ourselves. And without fail. Every single time the owner says, I've got this thing. And I'm like, did you notice that you said you have this itch problem and your dog has an itch problem? Did you notice that your dog is having swelling issues and you're having swelling issues? So it's a little bit of a surprising thing when you, when you go that deep. And I encourage people to take care of their own challenges. And a lot of the stuff that we carry at the store is human-grade nutraceuticals. It's all sourced from the human market. And we package it in a package that says pet grocer with the dog or cat instructions on it instead of the human instructions just makes it easier for people to be able to do that since they're primarily coming to us for their pets Mm. Um, but a lot of it is and a lot of things in the store in particular are good for people and for pets we're almost the pet and people pet grocer (laughs) we're getting there so there is a lot of stuff where there's that crossover between something that can be good for our pets is also good for us so maybe I should put that in there
0: Maybe actually I had a
1: client over the weekend.
0: So she comes in, she had been to a vet, her dog had what she described as jaw pain. She came in, she said, I want something for inflammation. I said, Great, let me take you to the inflammation department. And we I said, you know, what this is what we've got. What is it that your dog is experiencing? So I could narrow down mm-hmm. <laughs> the selection. And she said jaw pain. And I said, Okay. The dog had been to the vet. The vet had given some sort of anti-inflammatory whether it was a supplement or a medication, I don't know. And she couldn't remember what the active ingredient was. She couldn't remember what the name of it was, but she wanted something for inflammation, had no idea why the jaw was hurting. According to her, the vet didn't notice anything of concern, but every time the dog opened its mouth, it it whimpered and whined. And I had trouble getting through to her. That I needed more information. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and she all she wanted was an anti-inflammatory. So I was kind of stuck. So I was kind of at a loss. I mean, I ended up we narrowed it down to CBD
1: mm-hmm.
0: in this instance. I really wanted to like sit the customer down and be like, I want to help your dog so much. Mm-hmm. I need this information to That's be able extreme to sign of pain. Yeah, yeah. And I wondered like, is it mechanical? Does the dog need to see like a chiropractic chiropractor? Bed? Yeah. You know, is it muscular where the muscles are seizing up and they need pressure point therapy? Well, and did they
1: x-ray the dog? Did they check for dental? Like there's an abscess? the jaw it thing, it like an like actual fracture. Yes. yes.
0: But I just thought it was such an interesting case because I was like, I wanted so much to help this dog as if it was Lucy and she yes. had jaw pain. I would immediately yes. be going into, okay, is it I'll any of the infectious stuff that I need to worry about? No. Great. Next step. What's causing this? Yeah, what's the mechanical? Um, yeah.
1: This happens where people come into the store and they say, um, I've been to my vet. Uh, they can't figure out what's wrong. We've done this and this and this and this and this. What have you got? Mm-hmm. And by the way, my husband's waiting in the car. I have to be out of here in 10 minutes. And you're like, whoa, <laughs> okay, I have 10 minutes to quickly <laughs> solve something that three vets haven't solved before. And you expect me to genuinely have an answer. Yeah. And what's funny is quite often we do have an answer because People are going to a Western medicine doctor hmm. and the Western doctors, the veterinarians are telling them what they know. Yes. What they've been trained to do. They have been trained on a very specific set of information about nutrition. Hmm. They've been trained to treat the symptoms of a problem. They are not trained to look at a whole body solution. That's not how their training is. So I can't, uh, people get angry sometimes that their vets haven't had a solution for them, but that's, they can only teach you what they know. And I've had people say, well, how come you know this and my vet doesn't know this? Well, because I had different training. I had different education. I've had different experiences. I can only tell you the things that I know. And the things that I don't know, I'll be saying, please go to your vet because your veterinarian (laughs) has the training for that. They can do that. I can't help you with the broken bones or Mm. whatever the case may be, right? Um, So we each have a different knowledge set and we complement each other. So we try to work as much as possible with the veterinarians, whether it's a holistic vet or an allopathic vet or a traditional vet, uh, to make sure that everything is complementary to one another. All the care protocols that the owners choosing are safe to use with one another. And that it falls within what the owner believes is right for their pet. Because the owner is truly the advocate for their animal. Nobody sees that animal and gets to watch them with such minute particular paying attention uh, as the owner does in the home. So I know, I know my dogs very well. I'm very aware of the slightest change in, in their environment and their bodies. And a lot of owners are too. And owners are quite often very intuitive about what is kind of good or bad for their particular pet. So if they are thinking they've got some sort of intolerance to a protein, which is usually where the vets go first, they're like, oh, it's chicken or it's beef. Or mm-hmm. um, I'll ask the owner, what do you think? Do you think it's this? What have you noticed when you fed this or you fed that? And then we kind of do like, it's a back and forth dance of information where they don't even realize the pieces of information that they give us that are key. Mm-hmm. Like you were saying earlier about how you know, you're having this conversation with somebody that have this particular challenge. And then just as, you know, they're coming up to the cache and we're checking them out, they mention something and you're like, Oh, that changes the whole story. Right. Yeah. But now we have a whole nother piece of the picture that the owner didn't realize was really valid and important information. And that's kind of where we become detectives in saying, okay, let's get all the information we can out of you so that we can really help your pet, your particular pet in your particular situation. And, we're pretty successful with that. I think um, we all really want to help animals so badly. We so badly want to take that animal and make it better and make it happy and make it healthy and for the owner to have that experience as well. And we're pretty good about investigating each cases they come through on a pretty quick basis, honestly, on the fly with no previous yeah. information or appointment booked. Um, you know, and we do a pretty good job of that. And that is part of the reason why people keep coming to us because they know they just keep saying go to pet grocer, they'll have a solution for you and a lot of the times we can offer something that might be complimentary to help that particular animal mm-hmm. um, through whatever challenge they've got going on yeah. And I know even personally speaking, when we had
0: our older boys at 17 years old, <laughs> our most geriatric boy had a number of health issues that were cropping up and like the vet was helpful. And we definitely used some prescriptions to assist his, his very severe arthritis, but we found the best, the best, The best we got out of him was when we were combining um, smaller doses of the medication with great supplements like Green Lip Muscle and and later on, um, you know, CBD type products and um, all kinds of digestive aids. Because as you age, your digestion changes. (laughs) You know, and it was incredible to see like there were, you know, there were times when like we'd run out of something and my life would be all crazy and nobody had time to go get the container from the store again. And a week would go by and all of a sudden we'd see this decline and we Mm -hmm. hadn't stopped the medications. The medications Mm -hmm. were still there, Mm -hmm. but the supplements had been missing. And it was really obvious how it affected his body. So it was incredible to see kind of that blend of being able to utilize what our vet was able to do for us and then tapping into like, what can we do above and beyond to support his body in, in his case, inflammation. Um, Mm -hmm. And it was like, it was night and day. It was incredible. And we were able to, I think hold on to him for a bit longer than, um, cause we started the supplementing probably around year 14 or 15. <laughs> <laughs> it, was, it was a journey and it changed.
1: Of course. And it does. It was a I, I think people get nervous sometimes because there's a lot of information out there mm-hmm. and we are trained currently in North America that you go to your vet and your vet has the answer and you do what your vet says, but quite often the vet can only, like I said, give you the information that they're aware of, which is different from the information set that we might have. Yeah. And I want to reassure people in a lot of cases that there's lots of science behind this. And, it, and your vet might say, I, I, you know, I can't recommend it because I don't know about it. It doesn't mean that it's not good. It just means that they literally don't know about the information. Yeah. They don't have, they haven't spent the time to sit down and do the research on the science that is backing that particular recommendation so there's lots and lots and lots of science behind many of the products that we have, and how they can help the body. And it's available for people who want to research it or don't. We do the research in advance, and then we say, okay, here, you know, here's the things that have worked in the past. Mm-hmm. And just like also in veterinary medicine, where uh, you know they they may have done their research about a particular um, drug category, uh, then they start using it in practice. They'll find certain things work better more often than others. Mm-hmm. And that becomes a very popular choice in veterinary medicine. The same is true for nutraceuticals, right? So we have a lot of animals that come in with whatever situation and um, kennel cough <laughs> last year was going around like crazy, right? Yeah, so we're like, okay, here's scary. the two things that here's the two things that are our go-to that we see have really good results. Mm-hmm. They they are safe to use and off you go, right? So there's, yes, there's the science behind it, but then you also want to see the efficacy. You want to see it actually working in practice for a number of people. Mm -hmm. Same with fresh foods. This is why fresh food stores exist is because it's, the science is already there to prove it. And then you have the people who say, okay, you know, I always fed kibble. And then I finally, I, I made the switch to raw and they become evangelists for fresh food because once they see the difference, they're like, this is, tremendous I didn't know before what I know now and I want everyone else to know this because it's so big yeah so we forget sometimes how powerful that is because we've been doing fresh food for so long we forget that that big aha light bulb moment when you switch and you see the difference and you're like wow this is life-changing and everybody needs to know about it
0: yeah it's huge I only wish I became a fresh feeder earlier like I wish I'd been able to give Previous pets, what yes. now, and it was it was a, it was a gentle journey into it. You know, thinking I would never cook for my pet, and then suddenly making broth, and then doing this, and then next thing you know, I'm making them full dinners and cooking, and then later on making the switch to raw. And it was it was all stemming from a desire to help them with symptoms that were flaring up. And the more you read, and the more you look into it, and the more you talk to people in the industry. Um, The more you realize, just like for ourselves, (laughs) you know, like you said, the science is there. These nutraceuticals and these foods are there to support the body. And it's night and day when you start looking at the change. It's really incredible.
1: One of the things you said that I hear a lot of people say is I feel badly that I've been doing this thing or that I over vaccinated or that I shouldn't be using flea and tick because I didn't know that there was a, a potential, very serious, sometimes deadly side effects from these yeah. products. Um, I, I didn't know that if I fed fresh food that, and I feel guilty that I haven't been doing it. Nobody can feel guilty for that. You can't feel guilty for not knowing information. So, <laughs> right. And it's true, but people do it because we yeah. love our animals so much. They are our family and, you have to just have grace for yourself and mm-hmm. say, I didn't know it, now I know it, and I can do uh, different choices. I'll make different choices. Now that I've got the information I have, these are the choices I'll make. And then this happens with everything in our lives, too. Um, what we know today is going to change 10, 15, 20, 100 years from now. You know, 120 years ago, the idea of microbes and washing your hands uh, was cons- was laughed at the guy who came up with the whole idea, the doctor, that you should wash your hands in between patients, and that was carrying disease from one patient to another, yeah. was put in an insane asylum and died. Seriously, like it was gone crazy. <laughs> yes, because the idea of washing your hands was outrageous. Oh so, my gosh. And, and today, so what's the it's number crazy. one thing <laughs> every kid knows? Happy birthday, when you're washing your hands, make yeah. sure you wash your hands enough, right? So what we know today will will change. But the key and what I really like about us in particular mm-hmm. is that we're willing to question what we know today and mm-hmm. say, is this information still valid? Given the new information I have, the new information set, is this the information I still want to believe or do I want to right. revise that opinion?
0: Because science is always changing and growing, right? The more, yes. the more we test, the more we apply. Just always question. Question beginning? everything you believe. Yeah. Yes.
1: Always question everything you believe and make sure you still believe that or change your belief set to whatever the new information presents to you.
0: Very cool. We are not veterinarians. Information shared on Get Fresh with Janet Pet Grocer is for informational purposes only. No food, product, treatment, or service mentioned should be considered to be healthcare advice, and it is not intended to be used to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease or to replace the recommendation or prescription of your pet's veterinarian. You should seek qualified holistic veterinary care if your pet has or you suspect your pet may have a health problem. Please consult a holistic veterinarian for medical advice concerning your pet before
1: altering treatment or care.